Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of your favourite podcast, The Vault of Cult. I'm Chris, your host, with Mark. You alright, guys? Are you alright? I'm alright, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought I was waiting until you asked me to be fair. Oh, well, I thought you were going to jump in and just tell the listeners. Well, yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, thanks for joining us again, guys. You know, we, again, as you know, we've not said it for a little while, but appreciate the support. We've got... Oh, always, yeah. All our listeners in listening. the USA, hello. In thanks America. For, in America, all over. All we're, over, we're all over the world. We're building in America. Yeah, we're good. we are very much the international podcast. 100%, in yeah, yeah, you know, and our listeners in India and Egypt... All over the world. All over the world. Yeah, we're international podcasters. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if ever if ever you want to interact, please interact wherever you are in the world. Yeah, you send us an email. We're thevaultofcult at gmail dot com, and you know, obviously, we're on these social medias, uh, Instagrams, various ones. Yeah, just search for at the vault of cult, and there we are. Yeah, and please interact with us. Please tell us something. Yeah, get in touch. You know, let's interact. Let's. Yeah, yeah, we'd like to hear from you guys because you're clearly listening. Yeah, you're listening, but you're not saying oh, no, you're not saying yeah, but yeah, we're all yeah, like, give us feedback. You know, it's always appreciated. So, Mark, this week's episode, it is the Great Mouse Detective, aka, aka Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, from 1986, uh, Walt Disney production. Walt Disney. So, guys, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show, uh, and off we go. Yeah. So, Mark, the Great Mouse Detective, a.k.a. Basil, Basil, the the Great Great Mouse Mouse Detective. Detective. Well, that's the thing. We need to sort the name out, first of all. It was released first as the Great Mouse Detective. It was. Basil was not... No, Basil was... was not named as a titular. Yeah. Um, But when it was re-released... It was Basil, the Great Mouse Detective. And do you know why? Because Michael Eisner, the head of Disney at the time, said that Basil sounded too English he did as say a that. name. And you're like, what? Something's set in England and there's fucking English names in it. It actually no, says at the beginning of the film, London, London 1897. <laughs> and you're like, why would that be, Michael? Mm. Oh, and someone from the Disney company like wrote a load of uh, like pretend... Names for all previous Disney things, but not naming anyone. So the renamed the Jungle Book, like Boy in Jungle with Big Cat and Bear, and you know just to shade him, and then sent him into Jeopardy, and it were a, it were a, um, a, a series of questions in Jeopardy. Was at it that time? Yeah, interesting. Um, Anyway, getting ahead of myself, yeah, it were released in the United States, North America, on July the 2nd, 1986, um, and it was released in Europe over November and December that year. Okay. Over November and December. It released no, not until 1990 in Asia, and oh. rest of the world. Well, again, not an unusual but, uh, thing at the but, time. Yeah. Delayed very, releases around yeah. the world. We've gotten very used to them being relatively near to each yeah. other, but do remember back in the 80s and 90s, yeah. that was not necessarily the case. Video could was still years. relatively new. <laughs> yeah, could wait years yeah. very easily. Yeah, yeah. Like Australia, they probably oh, got it like last week, yeah. something like yeah. <laughs> Just come out. Yeah, just come out brand new this. So, so if we're listeners in Australia, do you like it? It's good. How current are we? Yeah, um, it is a a very very hasty seventy four minutes long. 
Yeah, it's about to get very quick, which is what, like an hour and 20 minutes? An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah so go, Not really, even that, really, 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 really quick yeah. um, is this film. So box office, box office was a bit of a mystery, I have to say. Okay. Um, it was a bit difficult. It's, it's budget, it's actual budget was 14 million dollars. I uh, thought that dollars. was a bit pricey. No, well, this film was originally supposed to be like a big sort of epic, you know, like a big Disney epic right. of with a budget of about twenty million. Ooh, okay. twenty six million, twenty six million, and Michael Eisner literally came in. I'll get on to all, but why? And he literally came in and said, "Half it." Wow. Cut it in half. Um. So that probably does explain why it's so short. Mm. I mean, that's short for an even an animated yeah. film of the time. Yeah, because eighty like, minutes at least, really. Yeah, short. five um, minutes—that's a lot of. You could get that, a lot of plot in there. Yeah, which um, I'll come on to because I do think it's missing a couple of scenes. Uh, yeah, it, it, we'll come on to yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah. will come on to it. But yeah, uh, so Budget. it made it made worldwide thirty-eight point seven million. Yeah, and with its re-release because it was re-released relatively 92. quickly in ninety-two. Overall, it made fifty million with the with everything so, so it's a see, decent it's very a decent profitable film a, yeah, really compared to tidy budget. little tidy little yeah, profitable yeah. film and that is probably one of the key reasons why i want to talk about it I'll, i will come on to why but you know this is a tidy little profitable film yes. for disney and boy did they need it at that time they we'll needed they needed the cash the cash so why don't why don't you give our dear listeners like who who made it? And... Well, the the plot. Well, let's just start with the plot, really. Oh, so, uh, quick synopsis: Basil, the rodent Sherlock Holmes, basically investigates the kidnapping of a toy maker, uncovering a link to his arch enemy, Rattigan. Professor Rattigan. He is, yeah, Professor Rattigan. So anyway, Rattigan's plan is to kind of overthrow the Queen. Yeah. And, by, and by making an, yeah, by making an animatronic of her, That's and right. the animatronic will make him basically ruler of mousy England. It lasts about two minutes before it just fucking explodes. It's yeah. like I can't handle it. But um, yeah, so choppy little. It's like it's like a little mystery film, which you'd imagine is is a mouse Sherlock Holmes. It's a. It has tra- It has kind of um, for me. I saw links of film noir almost. Yeah, um, that was specifically in the notes that were pitched to the the then CEO of Disney again. Oh, there we go. Um, Ron Miller, who it was originally pitched to, it was pitched as an an animalistic Sherlock Holmes and film noir. And you can tell it has it is very loyal to like a Sherlock Holmes story, it though, is. isn't it? I mean, the mouse literally. This were very in with Disney. Disney loved this with like the rescuers at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Of making the little mousy world that exists sort of underneath the the real world, and literally Basil coexisting. Li- literally Basil lives underneath Sherlock does, Holmes's yeah. house. Yeah, it does. And so he's, he's... And he makes that explicit, doesn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a mouse Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, literally. Um, like, you even see Sherlock Holmes. You do? What, well, you, you hear see a conversation and you, you see his shadow at the, like... Yeah. Like, at the beginning and at the very, at the very end yeah. of the film. Um, so, he's literally just a mouse he's, Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Yeah, that's what it if is, the, yeah. if, you're, if you're going into this expecting a, a Sherlock Holmesian kind of adventure... 
That's exactly what it is. Do you think maybe it was like a rights thing that they didn't actually call it Sherlock? Like, no, no, it's based on a book. Is this? Yes, called, that's called, it's um, the Great Master Detective. The Great Master Detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. Although they called it, they called him Basil because of the guy who played. Um, he actually does the voice. He played, played Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Uh, so they called him Basil because the actor who does the brief cameo of Sherlock Holmes is a guy called Basil Rathbone. Yeah. So they called him Basil yeah. for that exact reason. Because Basil Rathbone was a, but at the, the time in the, a famous in the book, guy. It's just Sherlock Holmes, right, but okay. a mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, it's just it is. it's just a mouse. Yeah, yeah. But they want they liked this idea of the tiny little mouse world existing underneath the real world so they thought oh well why don't we call him something different but he lives under sherlock's house yeah if you know what i mean we're alluding but we're getting away yeah it. and i can't i can't i kind of like that i've always oh, liked, i've always liked the little mousy world that under that like and they use things that to us are just like, like a thimble uh, or something it's a yeah get stuff like that and i'm right. like hey, it's quite it's quite clever really for a kids film it's quite Oh, oh yeah. Neat, neat yeah, 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 thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so uh, let's go on to cast and crew and whatnot. Uh, right, so there was literally a handful of directors on this film. Four, um, I believe. There was more than that, to be fair. Okay. So I'll just quickly say who the gentlemen were. So John Musker, Ron mm. Clements, Dave Mickener, and Bernard Mattinson. Right, so literally these guys at that time, this, this guy, John Musker, he went on and just is... Filmography includes Little Mermaid, I like it. I lagged in Hercules, Treasure Planet, just to name literally a few. But all these guys are in, were are, involved with these are the Disney's reasons, biggest hits. These are the reasons that I wanted to talk about these films. This film, in also, particular. it's the writers, mate. The writers. Mm. So again, I, it, there's a there's a massive list of writers. So a guy called Pete Pete Young. He's like literally. Mm-mm. His filmography is ridiculous. Matthew O'Callaghan, and then a guy called Melvin Shaw. Now Melvin Shaw again, he's Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, mm-hmm. and apparently he won an, an award about twenty years ago, naming him an official Disney legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I that's like I'm presuming that's a Disney that. that a Di- Disney give that Disney, award. Yeah, presumably. Well, yeah, I can't imagine they'd get Academy and be like. Disney legend. Disney legend. Like yeah, its own category, yeah, no. no. Not running. But um And it was produced obviously by Walt Disney Pictures and the music was by a composer called Harry Mancini, mm. really famous composer. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus the movie, just yeah, for yeah. one. Pink Panther films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Breakfast at Tiffany's. Tiffany's. Yeah. Which is interesting. But yeah, he's a really really he's died, he died a while ago, but yeah. he's a really famous uh composer. So mm. cast Basil is played by a guy called Barringham, who was in a few British things, Doctor in the Daleks, Stepton's Son, Professor Rattigan, now really it's interesting a, character. He's to be played by... Vincent Price. The, 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 yeah, he's your, he's your big name. Big name. In this. Wait, he's big like, name. everyone's he's like, like, who's everyone that? And he's like, Vincent oh, Vincent Price. Price. Vincent Price. It, 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 well, for one thing, we're in nearly everything in his dog at the time yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. And, and and well not at the time earlier on from like it was the like 50s, an American it, Christopher Lee almost yeah and it, it could do a fabulous English accent yeah. as well so it was um, as as demonstrated in yeah, yeah. this film just one thing I do want to say is I think not knowing the scenery yes yeah, he's loving life but and, yeah I don't think I if I went into it not knowing that was him I, I wouldn't know because he's oh, sound know, like him. Him. it looks like him 
Yeah, they did design it. Um, but I think his voice that he puts on, it, it's very interesting. It's, it's, it's very ludicrously yeah, yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So David Dawson um, plays Val Betting. No, other way around. David Dawson is yeah, Dawson yeah. is is like basically He's the, Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson same, basically. And Val Betting, he was he voiced some uh, characters in the Aladdin sequels. Yeah, the video, yeah. you know, returning your fire and yeah. all that in the nineties. Um Susan Politesque, she's Oliver the little uh, Olivia, the, the Olivia the little girl. girl, girl. Come yeah. on to her. Um Fidget, the bat thing, is voiced by Candy Candido. Mm. Also did voices in Sleeping Beauty and Robin Hood, which mm. we're a fan of. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, a we're fan, fan of, of Robin Hood. I've got yeah. And Robin that version as well. What to yeah, Robin Hood comes to it. I love that Robin Hood. I Peter Rooster Peter Rustinoff is Prince John. It, oh yeah. We've got a big soft spot for we, Peter Rustinoff yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. They're just talk about Peter Rustinoff. Yeah. I love a bit of the old Oost. Is he the best Pyro? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Correct. All right, all Correct. right, all right. Don't all write in about David Sushi. I know, I know. He's great, he's great, great. Sushi. But who's better? Peter Rooster. Yeah. But... 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, right, so um, Hiram is voiced by Alan Young, who's voiced characters in DuckTales the Mover and Tom Thorne. Tolbert is voiced yeah. by Frank Welker, who's done pretty much all the Transformers the, movies. Um, the the guy playing uh, Mr. Flabersham, the, the inventor, like, yeah. knew his voice straight away. I was like, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> you are Scrooge oh, McDuck. It's Scrooge McDuck. Is that, you know. is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Um, from DuckTales. Woo! Yeah. Um, knew his voice straight away. Uh, and all the rest are sort of like, and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like Sherlock small. is voiced by Basil Rathbone, who, and it was his last film Seven that he nine, did. Yeah. Again, at the time, he was well known for playing Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, I, I would, uh, with the sole exception of Vincent Price, um, these are all. This is not to do them down. These are all workaday. Yeah, wet voice actors. Do you know what I mean? That that's their bread and, and butter. And to be their fair, most of them have been in work for the last 20, yeah. 30 years. At that but point, it's a, they, they are professional voice actors. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. What what kind of actor are they? They are voice actors. Well, they've... obviously, except Vincent Price, who was in actual films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like nowadays, that's a bit different to nowadays. Nowadays, you will. It's, it's, a name, it's, a, it's a name, whereas this, and I sort of, do, in a way, I do sort of miss this era where it would be just voice actors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that is their bread and butter. They know yeah, how yeah, to yeah. voice and inflect for a cartoon. And I mean, you know, don't, there's plenty of um, people out there that are only voice actors, but just as well known as... Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. You know uh, the uh, name, do you know but what, you don't that, know the place. Like, like, um... Oppenheimer from He-Man yeah, yeah, Skeletor, exactly. he's a really famous one. He, he did Optimus Prime and voice. And some actual actor, actual actors, that's doing them down. So, um, <gasps> George, I remember talking about voice actors. Him who did Batman the Animated Series, Kevin Conroy, died. died. Yeah. Batman the Animated Series, the best great animated show. show. Great, great show. Yeah, anyway, great show. go on, sorry, man. Um, but even like big actors, who, uh, uh, Mark Hamill, who were in Star Wars, has basically made most of his career as a voice actor. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Joker. The, the Joker. And in, in Batman the Animated Series. In Batman like there, I like that. <laughs> but um, doing loads of stuff. It's like, like video games. A lot yeah, uncredited yeah. as well. A lot of, Mark, actually, talking about video games, a lot of 
Yeah, yeah. Actors do voice over video, video games, games yeah. as well. Um, but I just thought that's a really interesting thing to point out, with the sole exception of Vincent Price, who's, who's a big name actor. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shall we uh, shall we give the listeners some fun facts? Fun facts, come on. Some fun facts. Yeah. Um, John Musker and Ron Clements, I just want to spend just a moment speaking about them, because they were specifically brought on to basically tidy, tidy everything up and to make this film a success because I cannot stress enough how much it was needed that this film be a success for Disney. Yeah, yeah. Time. I mean, before this, it was The Black Cauldron, which, which didn't is do well. infamously, infamously, possibly the, the worst film that Disney had ever made. Right, I don't necessarily think in terms of quality that's I the don't. case. But it's, it's just but it's, it's it's also a bit dull. It is a bit dull. Mm. Um, I don't think it's the worst, but it bombed. It, it absolutely did. bombed. And unfortunately, though, Disney even before the Black Cauldron, the Black Cauldron was the the nadir, the very yeah, bottom yeah, yeah, of they it. Went and but they've they'd had a series of losses. Like nowadays, it's a bit of a cult classic for people. But the Fox and the Hound didn't do well. And that was either the year before or the year before the Black Cauldron. Um, so then that would have been, what, 83? Yeah. Yeah, something 82, like 83. Uh, so yeah. there's a... And that, that, that another big loss for Disney. And as well, stuff that, like, quite close to my art, like, even in the 70s, Robin Hood didn't do terribly well. Robin Hood was sort of like a modest... Like, people liked it and critics liked it, but people just weren't turning out to go and watch it. So Disney was absolutely on its arse. Thing is, when that. you forget, like, cinema in America in the 70s, it was it was very gritty. It was a very, yeah. oh, the government were against the government, the government's shady. And, you know, yeah. it's like dirt, films like Dirty Harry and, a few, you know, yeah. all the president's and, men like conspiracy and so things. People, and... people weren't in the mood no. to go. And so the 70s... Bit nihilistic uh, yeah, cinema. Um, so the 70s and 80s were really, really dark time for Because Disney. you had the nihilistic, and then the 80s, it was all SFX. yeah. And this is a hand-drawn, traditional hand-drawn animated film. So, basically, in the Disney company, there was sort of a a bit of a coup. Disney was headed by a gentleman called Ron Miller, who was the son-in-law of Walt Disney. Oh, okay. He was with the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's in the family. Yeah. Um, And the Disney family are still involved in Disney to this day. You can't really get rid of them. Um, But... um, There'd been a bit. There'd been a bit of a coup. Where the board essentially removed Ron Miller because of its from, losses. Because of its losses, and because he'd also been selling off shares to essentially get people who do broker stuff, but not very ethically. If you oh, know, a bit like Wolf of Wall Street. Street. Yeah, um, he'd been. Set, yeah. Okay. So they got rid of Ron Miller and they brought in a gentleman called Michael Eisner. Yeah, and um he brought on a very as, famous guy. Yeah, very famous. And he brought on in turn um to be the chairman not just of animation but of uh, Disney's output well, Disney in terms pictures. of it, yeah. To Disney's output he brought in a man called Jeffrey Katzenberg. Another famous guy. V- very famous guy. Um 
part of SKG, the yeah, DreamWorks. Well, it's what it used to be called SKG DreamWorks, but yeah. it's just DreamWorks now. Yeah. Um, but Spielberg is part but, of that. Yeah. Um, he would go on to find that when he would leave Disney under nefarious circumstances. Always happens, doesn't it? Yeah. And he would vow revenge upon Disney. That's what DreamWorks is. So it's a revenge it is, plot yeah. against Disney. Yeah. Um, and if you notice, the first three or four films from DreamWorks but were very similar to what this Disney... Is, this is and it's what a bug's life, Eisner, there you go. Eisner and Jeffrey Katzenberg essentially walked into Disney Animation Studios, which um, even, even the lot, he threw them off of the lot, famously in Burbank in California, yeah. threw them off the lot saying, this place is losing money, get off. Right, and kicks when we them say out. off the lot, a quick, quick, let you know, right? So when you've got a producer in Hollywood, and you set mm. up a studio, say like if I was a producer in Hollywood, and then what I was hired by Warner Brothers, you literally work in an office where the studio is in in Los Angeles, basically. Mm. You that's where you run your production from. Yeah. Literally, Michael Eisner came into Burbank Studios where Disney Animation is, threw them off the lot, um, and essentially said how much what's your next film coming out and they were like oh it's it's basil the great mouse detective yeah and he was like fine i like it how much is it costing 20 million make it 14 uh, uh oh right okay we'll probably have to cut some things we'll crack on with that then oh and by the way you've got a rabbit out by 19 July, summer 1986 it was scheduled to be released this film christmas 1987 he literally wow. said, you, you have one year. So he started He started in 1984, came in in early 1985 and said, you've one year. You right, have so one year. This is your last chance saloon. Now knowing that, I thinking on, mm. there is moments where it's a little bit rough. Yeah. The last, the last section of the film where it, we'll get onto mm. that, but where it all kicks off in Big Ben. Mm. That is a jump for me, clear, because I, I've got the one I, the version mm. I watched was a Blu ray surround sound, mm. pristine print, and you can tell that jump in the last seven mm. or eight minutes of that film. Michael Eisner cut it, cut it to 10 million from 26 down to Ooh. 10. Jeffrey Katzenberg put him back up to 14. Well, then it's only a third of the film it was meant yeah. to be, then, isn't it? Um, yeah, and said you have one year, it's to be out summer 1986. And he essentially said that to Ron Disney, who was head of Disney Animation at the time. Get directors who can figure out a story. Hence why, go, a hence why there's so many of them. And the key ones are, of course, John Musker and Ron Clements. Yeah. Um, and they were essentially brought on to make, make these Steady fixes. Steady the ship. Steady the ship. Make these fixes. Um, these necessary fixes. Um, and I just think that's so interesting that essentially this was your last chance saloon. If this film would have failed, you Little, Mermaid, have Little, Little Mermaid, Mermaid guys, wouldn't, have had, wouldn't have happened. Aladdin wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Lion King yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah. happened. Yeah. All of it hinges yeah. around this film. And I just think that's absolutely fascinating. For, so for that, a film that really is, isn't one... I think it was going to... I think if anything... Some certain people would... Oh, I've never even heard of that. No, I know. Because I've never watched it before. I yeah. hadn't seen it before. Well, this was one of my favourites when I was a kid. I, I knew of it, it, never watched it. 
Well, one of my favourites when I was a kid really liked this film. Got me into Sherlock Holmes and stuff. Like, I read Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock right, Holmes right, 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 okay. after this film. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed it. But, yeah, that's, that's a bit of context, guys. And context is key. That this was so very, very absolutely last chance for Disney Studios. Because Michael Eisner would have shut it. And the man was ruthless as well. He would have shut Disney Animation as well. And can you imagine that world? Mm -hmm. That is such a... It's hard for us to get our head round nowadays. Even to think of a film like this, that it, it... It's not that the film itself was important. It was just... It was the film that this particular group of people got together mm. and decided... We have to make we this make, make money. It, yeah, it has to be a success. And then what happens then is, like Disney fucking always do, they go, these know what they're doing. They can, yeah, how much yeah. money do you want for I the mean, next thing? To be fa- I mean, to be fair, they would go on to do absolutely great things. Yeah. All they needed to do was put a good one in yeah, the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll discuss whether they put a good one in the bag. But yes. that's what they had to do. And, and the money's there. The money is there. Um, in terms of what they made. So Disney went, fine. There you go. There you go, fine. But yeah, um, so that's your context. Some other fun facts. Um, one of the animators is a, a bloke called Ron Minkoff, who would go on again to direct The Lion King, be one of the yeah, directors yeah. on The Lion King. Um, the clock tower scene. First Disney film to use CG. First CG, yeah. Uh, the clock tower scene. Um, you've... You, you've You've stole me thunder there. Uh, oh, but it was also inspired by a Miyazaki film as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Miyazaki, he's a very famous Japanese director who does like... Yeah. And it's Studio Ghibli, basically. That, You'll have heard of some of them. Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Spirited the, Away is yeah, a big Howl's one. Moving Castle. Which stuff is my like favourite. Oh, is that your favourite? It favorite? is, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I've always had a soft spot for Princess Mononoke, actually. Grown-up Pocahontas. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and um, How's Member Castle, it's a Welsh book. It's a, it's it a, is. It's booked by a Welsh a woman, um, woman, female writer. One of the... It was the last film to feature uh, work from a fella called Eric Larson, Larson as yes. an animator. It was one of the nine old men who'd essentially been one of the first... Yeah. He'd worked on nearly every Disney film. Um, from Snow White like and an the Seven He's Dwarfs. an original employee, like, isn't he? By now, we were just here to consult, but I just think that's a nice yeah, yeah, little yeah, fact. I, I did read that. That's his last thing. Um, this is my absolute favourite fact. Disney walks into a board meeting, uh, like a creative meeting with all of them, and he had his own little ideas. He wanted, you know, the song "Let Me Be Good to You." They, they like oh, the song, that. the song that the woman cabaret, the, the cabaret, cabaret song. Scene. He wanted Madonna to sing that. A different thing now. It's a different thing. He wanted Madonna to sing that, and everyone was like, "Thanks, oh, Michael. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, all right. Oh, then. Yeah. All right. We'll put that in our well, well, maybe." Yeah, Maybe. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we and all then, know what we'll see and means. Then, no. And then the best one, he wanted to voice Basil and also to sing a song. Michael Jackson. Apparently, at this meeting, there was stunned silence. Silence! He's lost his mind. Silence! Everyone was like, are you joking? Can you imagine? Quickly, Dawson! Quickly! <laughs> we gotta save a little girl! 
Olivia, where Save are the children. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Apparently, there was such stunned silence. Everyone was like... And Michael Eisner went, well, well, if you don't like it, then we'll not do that. And yeah. everyone was like, we don't like it. And yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah, good job you said that. <laughs> yeah, apparently dropped it straight away. And I just love that fact. Like, Interesting. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah. Michael fucking Jackson. I don't think. I don't think, Michael. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but... Yeah, so there are a few facts um, for you guys. I think you can tell from this, it's very a sort of, yes, a last chance, but it's it's people who will go on to be very big in Disney yeah. in the future. Even down to just random animator guy, 10 years later would be making The Lion King. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, it is so, significant in yeah. the whole Disney story. Yeah. It's, Again, not it's the film really... itself, but that moment in time. Yeah. Yeah, which is exactly why I wanted to talk about this film as well. You've been wanting to talk about it for a while. Yeah, um, because it is so significant of what it... We'll we'll talk about Mm. it more when we talk about legacy, but as in terms of a legacy, I think that's there. So, yeah. Most of it it is. It just is. So, yeah. um, So, come on then, let's... let's... What are your thoughts? Thoughts. Thoughts Thoughts and feelings. Right, but do you want me to go first? Because, yeah. like, obviously it's the first time I ever watched it. Um, I thought it was an alright little film, actually. Yeah. Dead Breezer. Um, few whops things. A, whops along at a, a pace. Do you know what I liked about the first kickoff for me? I like, the, I like a pre-title. Oh, pre-title. right. So the pre-title basically sets up the mystery where you see this little girl and her dad in the shop, and he's a toy maker. Oh, I like frame, yeah, framing see, device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And literally, yeah, you just I see like shadows, and you're device. like, oh. And then she, she goes into a room, comes out, then ah, you can, and dad's gone, dad's gone. gone. And she gone. can only see shadows, and dad's there, and now he's not. And then, tap bang, titles. Yeah, so, yeah. I, right, straight away, I'm like, like pre-titles. Do you know what else I, I like? That fanfare for the, um, like, Basil's theme. do, 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 do. I get, do, right, do. so the net, so I tell you what, right, okay, well, I'll move on quickly just to say the score is fucking great. It's a really good the score, score isn't great. it? It was proper. I, it's very much a part of the film and not, it's in, mm. again, the mix I listen to in my, I've got a proper home theatre at home. And no, even, no, no, no. I don't know, well, so I know. Well, just a humble brag there. So, yeah, well, I thought I'd get that in. Um, so the, it doesn't do much in the surrounds, but wow, does it make use of. This, yeah, do you know the, what I mean? I mean, it, it. Do you mean the songs that they sing as well? No, like, even the, 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 score the score by yeah. Um, Mancina. Yeah, really I, good. And I, I, I thought it was almost I like really a character. Liked... It's that powerful. Hmm. I really enjoyed it, and it, it. I actually wrote, you know, the score feels like a character in its own right. Mm. You know, it's it's very much a big part of why I why I yeah, thought it's yeah. a good film. Do you know what I mean? I've got, I've got, really fully agree. That that opening scene, do, 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 And I'm like, it's an adventure. Yeah. We are, it's got, what a good little fanfare for an adventure um, as well. Again, I, I, I wouldn't know. For me, I'm going into it, you know, I, I know what Vincent mm. Price sounds like. But I wouldn't have guessed that was him because it's just I'm there, but not to enough. I'm, to, I'm I was really to listening. And I was like, "Could I tell if I didn't know it was him?" And I was like, "My brain." Can was I just... just what what I want to say? Because I've, I've put 
Vincent Price is something that I really like. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I, yeah. I really like his character yeah, yeah, yeah. chewing the right. scenery, but he no, well, not the scenery. He must have been chewing up the fucking studio. Oh yeah, where he would do. They're it. like, that's good, and he's like, no, let me no, do it again. again, let me, let me do, do it again. again. Apparently, he loved it. He loved it. He you loved doing it. it, and you can t- you can absolutely tell. Basil, <laughs> I've got, I've got, I, I love his um, Ratigan's. His way going about it, you can tell he's only he's keeping it together, but he's only just keeping his right. fury together. Really, really, I'm glad that you've just segued into that because I think Ratta, I'll call him Ratty, he's called Ratty Gun, but I I wrote Ratty down, right? Mm. And he hates being called a rat, by the way. He does. He fucking it's his worst thing. He right? would, he but would, if he... you really think about it again, right, so to me there's a couple of moments in this film where he shows that how Basically, the word I wrote is sadistic. Yeah, it's sadistic. So, madman. I, I, he is, right. So, the first instance of being sadistic as a character and showing that is is kill a cat when he rings the bell. You know, the guy's pissed mm. and he calls him a rat. When That's he's like, rat. one of his henchmen gets pissed and he calls him a rat. And he's like, ding a ling And everyone's like, <gasps> and like, oh, that means something bad. And then you yeah, see yeah. this fucking cat and the cat basically fucking eats him. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I know, I get it. So, um, yeah. But and the next thing where an uh, incident where uh, again not getting ahead of myself, but where they find his lair when he when he leads him into a trap. Yeah, and he's got like some kind of James Bond villain fucking setup instead of just keep shooting him. Elaborate, that's elaborate setup. And again, it's like you know he leaves. I fuck it. He's like I'm gonna come back and I'll have a picture of you dead. So yeah, he sets yeah, up a camera. I'm like sadistic. I know. Yeah, really sadistic. Although I love that song that plays on the um. Yeah, yeah, Vincent yeah. Price saying yeah, goodbye yeah. so soon. Um, but again, you know, I like that character as a good character. You, were, yeah. you know, it's it hinting at the sadism from him, and he does. Yeah. You see that he's he's, he's on edge. He has it. He's on edge. He's just keeping it together. My my favorite scenes when he feeds to his cat that his henchman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I love it. It's almost like he's got really mad, and he's that. But then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to kill you now." But yeah. I've I've regained my composure, yeah. and he was like, "My dear Bartholomew." But in you have angered me now. Yeah, where he, it's yeah. not the point of him, the crescendo of him being his angriest, but it's like, now I'm calm, now I know. Yeah, this you're, is gonna, you're, yeah. you're actually going to die. And this is this is one thing for a Disney film, more than, more than willing to be a little bit dark in the t- in terms of... I agree, right, I've seen that, I agree. Right, they will... That mouse is getting eaten yeah. by a cat. It's yeah. dead. It yeah. is deader, deaded. It makes it quite Eaten, clear. It makes it quite clear. Um, that cat, at the end, the very same cat, jumps into a, a load of dogs. Yeah. And he gets ripped apart. That cat's dead. It's got eaten by a bunch of... What well, goes around comes around, Mark. Yeah. Um... You know, Ragan at the end quite clearly dies as well. Oh, and they'll they'll use what is a little bit scary imagery, like almost um Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde for um for Ratigan, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like in the end, uh, the guys yeah, it, it, it literally morphs into this monstrous rat thing with claws. To yeah, attack Basil yeah, 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 yeah. When they're on the, the, the when they're on Big, Big ben. ben, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's like really good to that. Really good yeah, seeing yeah. that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like Tension. it must have it must have had about nine million of the ten million fucking budget. That scene. That's like, that is the uh, like I say. You know, uh, the the quality for me. There was uh, 
a clear uptick in visual quality yeah. and animation mm. that last section. So maybe they're like, well, we're in the CG and we've got a match yeah. our that we've got a match our hand drawnness. Yeah, and really well, really well for the, that that scene so. in that clock tower, like really the really well. cam, the movement of the camera because it's well, it's, the, it's not it's not just what's visually on screen for that clock tower thing. The tension is yeah, building yeah, yeah. the True whole as well. time. True tension. Proper yeah, like, tension. Ooh, ooh, he is ooh. actually chasing them. In yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and when they get away, when he get, Basil's grabs that chain and just saves Olivia in time, you can see yeah, Ratigan yeah, yeah. get mad, and yeah. he gets so mad he literally rips himself free from yeah, where he's been. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and he becomes almost monstrous. He becomes much more animalistic. And I'm like, I really like that. That is a great piece of animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last, the 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 last sequence is. Uh, yeah, it is it is good. It is good. Yeah tension building constantly and I like that another one of the scenes that I really enjoyed is uh, when Dawson when they go and they find on their little fucking hunt the 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 fidget who's the back character with the yeah. peg leg he leaves a note of what he has yeah. to do and they find this note and he does his fucking Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. thing and they find that is it leads to this bar on the on the bank of the mm. Thames. So they go in there and it's like a proper dive bar. They dressed as fucking pirates as if they just come off the bar. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Right, <laughs> and then not only that, they walk in right. And for one, I went, "There's an octopus on stage, yeah. <laughs> juggling." And I went, "Right, I'm accepting ridiculousness because so far we've only seen rodents, mm. and now we've seen fucking sea creatures. And yeah, not yeah. only that, they have another turn on there." And I can't remember what animals it was. And then they get fucking booed. And everyone's smoking. And then mm. next, it's like, literally, the, the scene oh, reminded me of, of Liza Manella and Cabaret. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's why it With is. With the music. Like, um, it's literally supposed to be like that. Of Liza Manella, could you imagine if they'd about Madonna do it? Like, no. Jesus wept. No, but when he gets pissed, he gets pissed up. He gets it, he does get People pissed People smoke up. and get pissed up in this film. You can tell it was the 80s. Don't give a shit about know, this everyone smoke. Everyone smokes. Reamed in smoke. Reamed in smoke. Basil all Basil the time. Basil pipe on his mouth. Puffing <laughs> away on his pipe. <laughs> um, but yeah... Um, Oh, I'd just like to quickly point out as well. I, I I do really like Basil. He's a good he's a good voice actor. Right. So again, the really good voice actor and another one of the points. Sorry, mate. I can't. I'll let me get my shit out of the way and we'll move on to yours. Right. So, right. For me, Basil, that character and that voice. I think, for one, a point that I was going to get onto quickly. I think this could easily be adapted into a live action film. Yeah, changing the little thing, but the literally it could be. Yeah, I yeah. think the script is that good. Yeah, in yeah. terms of it, right, all right. I it's I got... seen it and I was watching it and I was like, this could be live action. And in live action version, I put for that kind of eccentric character, Roddy McDowell or, Day, or back in the day, David Niven. You know, oh, with David Niven, yeah, because yeah, yeah. when he goes into yeah, the bar, he's got the little tats, and I'm like, David yeah. Niven, yeah, um, I love your disguise. He yeah. rips it off. Reminds me of David Niven, but when he's, I think we, 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 what we should have got at some point in in the in the history of film, Roddy McDowell version of mm. Sherlock Holmes, because he can do that strange eccentric British. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I really like Basil as well. Um, strange eccentric. Um, Plus, it plays on the fact that him and Ratter have obviously got history. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing this for a long time. It really really kind of makes a point to go, this is, and he's like, oh, it's fucking him again into it. Mm. I like that as well. Yeah. Hinting at a bigger thing. 
Yeah, um, this is a it's a pro, it's a proper caper between the two. It's um, yeah, and I really like I really like that good chemistry as well. Him and Rattigan as well, even for the two all the characters, of, all the characters. Yeah, um, and I, I'm impressed by that because it doesn't always come across in an animated film. No obvious obvious acting chemistry. I can't believe I'm talking about animated rats and but talking about acting chemistry but it's not not there Chris it's not, it's not, not there, there. No, 100% I agree again this is what happens when you get voice actors that's they exactly what they, what can, they can do it. they can portray they can portray with that only with just the voice, voice with just their voice and leave the rest to the animators yeah. and get yeah they do a really good job at this 100% um, yeah I fully agree you can definitely like you say I agree with the chemistry in the cast yeah um, so what again? You know, you you've been a fan since she was. Well, in the I eye think, to a grasshopper. I think got, yeah, I've got. I think, I think we've basically covered everything that I pretty much like. I do quite like in its way its fast pacedness. Although, all right, I used to when I was younger. I feel like now, now that I know the because you don't story, notice it then. You don't know. You don't notice it. We're just. Like, you don't know someone talk on for an hour. Let's not talk about runtimes. Let's move but, on. I don't. I don't think it hurts the film, but I do think I do think now. One, you won't get away with it being this short. No. Um, but also, I'm sure. For also, the now release, as a, it needs to be a minimum runtime yeah, on a film. Yeah, get, it wouldn't even be at the, in a theater nowadays. Yeah, they won't. They won't have any of that. Um, Disney's boss. Yeah. Um, but. At the time, I really liked it. Nowadays, I can see the stuff missing. Because one thing that I have put um, as a negative, it's way too short. It feels like there was a lot cut. And so, therefore, there's very little time spent on any character development. It's like a mini-adventure. Yeah. The characters are already preformed. It's one of those sort of things, which I think is fine. I don't think it hurts the film at yeah, all. Yeah. But it's just like, it's a mouse, it's Sherlock Holmes. What does he do with Sherlock Holmes things? Solves mysteries. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? It solves mysteries. It's, it's not hard for your audience to get your head around, but I just feel like it is missing some kind of character development yeah, it is. now. It is. Um, and that's clearly because what happened behind the scenes. That That is what the reason it is. It is what it is, yeah. Um, like I say, when Kept cutting and if, cutting. It, if you're watching this film with your family, that will not like put put your kid in front of this for an oh, hour yeah. and they'll have a nice hour. Yeah, you know. Um, but I do think that I just want to briefly. There is one particular voice that just gets on my nerves, and it's a Libyan. The worst Scottish accent in the world. Worst Scottish accent ever. First thing I put. Excuse me, my bad notes. Olivia has the worst Scottish accent ever. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's not great. It's not. I mean, it's a child as well. It is a literal child. Don't so give the, fuck. don't give a fuck. But so, <coughs> but me. could we have not got a, an actual? If you if you're worried about a child actor doing a Scottish accent, could we have not have maybe got a Scottish child? Hundred percent. Like, do you know what I mean? That, Doesn't like, make sense. Because that kid, I don't, I don't know that, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, where are you from? It's where like every word, she, every word in a sense. She says he's Scottish. Her father's got a good Scottish accent, mostly because he's Scottish. <laughs> 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 he's literally his own voice, <laughs> like. But 
Olivia, Bad. oh no. Bad. no, 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 no. I don't. Again, I don't think it hurts the film, but when you do, when you're dealing with the rest of it, which is really good voice work, it stands out. So talking about the point of you think it's missing a scene or two, I yeah. think because you know what I'm like about musicals and whatnot. You know, it's mm. not it's not really my thing, but I think it's missing a third musical number, and I think the musical it's number. Got three. So a fourth. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I think the one that's missing a scene, like a for some reason I don't know why I think this, but some sort of musical number in the in the palace. Oh yeah, yeah. I could see. I could see another. And I cover. thought it might be another ratty thing where yeah. he's like, I have power, and nah, nah, nah. Mm. but it's not. It's like here's a robot, and I'm gonna take over, and then it doesn't, and he's. Gives it the beans and then it, it all goes to shit in like it in the space it of five minutes. It, it, it literally, Basil turns up, saves the day, comes out and calls him a sewer rat. <laughs> and like, ah! <laughs> uh, apparently, that's the scene of it that uh, the guy who directed Disney animated. Uh, the guy who directed Disney, the guy who directed Lion King. Yeah, right. He I knew what you meant. Yeah, but to the yeah, listeners, he, yeah, he animated that scene. And I think that from that scene, that that. His ratty's plans foiled, and then the blimp slash balloon, balloon chase, chase over London, and then the big Ben standoff. Mm-hmm. Really good, like, all right, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, 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 all right, it's coming to an end now. I but think I'm they wanted, this. I think they wanted to go, they just got the plan bang out of the way, yeah, yeah like, yeah, right. Well, there's a we'll plan, there's to, a plan, get, didn't get work, to the end, didn't work. Now, here's your chase, yeah, like, bit of a um, weak one that in the palace and his idea. It, it is a bit, yeah, it's, yeah. But then the 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 the, the chase. They, they make oh, up yeah. for it. They make yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They do. Um, they definitely do. But yeah, I think I think because we we basically covered. I think pretty much what I really really like about it. Yeah. In his discussion, but yeah, I think that's probably my biggest bugbear about it. That it's it's lacking a few scenes. Again, it feels like to it me, could have been a bigger advantage. I feel I feel like this would have been one of if it if. Michael Eisner had allowed it, maybe not its whole original budget, maybe just put it up to like 17, 18 or something like yeah. that. Gave it a, just a bit more, or maybe just giving it... Another 10%? Yeah, and maybe just giving it its full amount of time that it was allotted. We could have had a, like a really good animated film on his hands. It could have been the Disney Renaissance seven or eight years earlier than actually happened. It could have been a really good film. I think what holds this film back is is Michael Eisner just going Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. The axes come down. Make it, make it work and yeah. you've got a year. And that's your money and that's it. Yeah. That's your money, that's it. And it works yeah. or it doesn't. Uh, and that's what I think the weakness of the film is. Plus as well, again, you know, going back to the point I made about the last section of the film visually having a jump in quality for me, hmm. um, I did find some of the animation style a bit thick. Maybe that was down to time, hmm. you know, compared to some of the stuff around the same time as this. You know, it, it hmm. was a bit soft in places, you know, especially yeah, yeah. Ratty's cape, because I, like I say, the print I want is immaculate. Hmm. Um, like, when he's in his lair and he's like pulling him close to him and like the camera's just him and, and mm. the other character, you can really see like 
yeah it's not it's not all one black it's you can see where mm. it's where where it's at i'm sure they used proper paint on acetate didn't they yeah, yeah so it was yeah, like right 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 it's black right that next one's black and they had probably obviously a stack mm. of them they needed to get through but you can really tell and i guess in uh, and again in the early scenes of the film you can so, really tell the softness think, of the animation it, and the, the 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 thickness of the character lines 100 mm. percent, you can yeah yeah and it's probably it's probably but again that all adds in you know it adds up to what was going on with the production yeah it was exactly rushed, but it was like bang we need to um, get it done and i think that's probably another thing that held held the film back because apparently 1996 big big year for mouse related films because don bluth's film came out later that year an american tale which is another side of the story. Isn't uh, it? Get some, get some of my nerves. American Tale. I don't know whether you've it's ever a seen it. It's schmaltzy. Oh, and do you know what it is? It's like another immigrant coming, coming to America. America. Oh, we're, we're all right, Don. Yeah. Um, Don, have a lot of time for Don. What's he called? Uh, what's he called? Fifel. 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 He gets on my nerves. Does the American t- American Tale? There's two of them. There's uh, American. American Tale and American Tale Fifel Goes West. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like... Oh, oh, into right. the West, into, like... like of, the, uh, of the US, you know. Like, like Native Americans and stuff. Like, yeah. Because well, it's set yeah, in that the time, in it? The Wild, wild, wild West. West. Yeah. Wild, wild West. Wicked, wicked, wild, 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 wild West. west. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference there, guys. Write in if you got it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, and this got beat out quite significantly by an American it Tale. Did. It did. But, again, it made to go... I don't know, because I think this is a better film than American Tale. But it's also about an hour shorter than American Tale. Do you know (laughs) what? I've not seen it for years, but I do know I have seen it. An American Tale's like a standard animated film for the 90 90 minutes, you know what I mean? Whereas this is... It's an hour, realistically. Taking for away for credits, it's an hour, is this film. 70 minutes it is, yeah. Yeah, so... Like... It's nothing. I think. I think that's the thing that's hold it back because I think this is probably a better, a better film. It's more fun. It's more enjoyable. Um, the acting's better. So I, the acting's really good. I've got, it? I, I enjoyed it. I fucking really. I, I enjoyed it. I've never seen it before. It's what. It's one. Of, this is one of those films where I think I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite films when I were a kid. But it's just looking back at it now. It's a bit of a shame. I think it's a bit of a shame. Again, it's the it's like the sum of the parts and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, other um, things going on there. And it, I, that was kind of against it. So, so yeah, I mean, good idea, we, good idea though. Why don't Why don't we wrap it wrap up then? So, what What are you thinking? What are your final thoughts on this? Well, on again, the... you know, the, st- legacy because of where it stands in the whole Disney mm. story is a really interesting thing. Um, I enjoyed it. Never seen it before. Uh, you know, I, I obviously knew of it, uh, and I enjoyed it. I mean, if it was just to put a number on it, seven, it was, it was fine. Yeah, mm. I've seen a lot worse, and do I think that it could have been a better film like you do? And I think it could. Um, mm. So I, yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Again, you know, I really enjoyed that last little bit, like you're saying, with the yeah. actual tension and the chase over London. And then him transforming, like, he's become more than a villain. A, quite a lot of it is really well written, I think. It I is, think it as is. Well. The dialogue's actually really good and it really is. snappy. Again, and... it, it's it's based on Sherlock Holmes, and it's mm. very, it lives close to that spirit. Yeah. And yeah, again, you know, I, I all the way through any of the end, I thought, 
you could definitely translate this with a bit tweaking here and there into a live action film. Yeah, yeah. You could very, do it. Again, it's just a, Sherlock, a, a version of a Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah. This is, this is very much... If ever you bought a kid's version of Sherlock Holmes, like, book for your kids, they could tell this story and it'd, yeah, it'd, yeah, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be nice, easy. And I do think it because probably it, borrows sort of things a... from, like, when they fall off. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. him and, and... It's like him and Moriarty. Moriarty right. like, there's a famous story where yeah, they where die they together. together. Yeah. Um, and he comes up, like, in this, like, gyrocopter thing. And yeah. I was like, hey, hey, he's not dead. Well, he wasn't going to be dead anyway, but that's no. not the point. But, um... Yeah, I've got, I I feel very similar about it. Like I say, I, I'm I've got a lot I've got a lot of a big place in my heart for uh, the Great Mouse Detective. I think it I think it's a really solid little kids film. Is this because of the performances of strong, the, are really strong, and that's particularly particularly uh, the performance of Basil. Um, what is it? Burning, uh, burning, Barry Ingham, Barry Ingham, and um, of course Vincent Price, the legend that is Vincent Price. Yeah, um, and like Dawson. Yeah, like, you know, apart from Olivia's, so, like, <clears throat> Olivia, yeah. fuck off. But it's generally a problem with child actors. Not I think sure. across the board, isn't it really? Yeah. But um, yeah, um, I th- I think that you could. As a parent, if there are any parents listening, you could stick your kid in front of this for an hour and they'll really enjoy it and you'll find yourself watching it. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's sort of one of those films like, oh, we'll put that on for kids, but then you as the grown-ups like, Watched oh, it. do you know I actually really enjoyed yeah, that? Like, like oh, it's all right. Oh, oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Don't remember like, what it was. Yeah. Um, will that get on my nerves after the 807th watching? Probably, but we've probably got a few more watches before I literally want to tear it out of the wall. And I think do maybe you know? that's where the runtime comes in because it's bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Right, there you go. And that's that's one thing that I think it's, it's positive about it. But... I think I've just got to quickly talk about the legacy. I mean, yeah, we have yeah. talked about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... But what would you... Right, so, quick one. Let me ask you this. The, um, what would then Mark think of it and what does now Mark think of it? Well, then, then Mark, I'd have given it like a 9 out of 10. I absolutely adored this film. I okay. loved it. Hammered the video. So much so that the the actual video that I got got chewed up and we had to run to Stainy Market. Well, we didn't run. We went the next Sunday. But, um, Did you have a shit VHS? Because that's not the first yeah, one yeah. it chewed up. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. Um, and had to buy another one. Because I, I were having this on video. <laughs> so I'm having it. Like, I, I'm having it. What what I would give it now would be a seven. I think it's solid little. It's kids solid film. seven. It's all solid day. Solid little kid. All kids day. Film. Um, enjoyable. With well, anima- for the performances, well, I would have given it a meh. Yeah. But the performances but of the cast. Well were good. acted. Yeah. Um, and I have to say as well, it deserves that seven as well for what it spawned off. Cannot be understated that this saved the Disney anime. That this saved Disney animation. There wouldn't have been any of it. You love The Lion King wouldn't have existed. Guys, if you Basil don't know anything it. about the history of Disney and you just think yeah. it's like this big old powerful company, there was times in the in its, in past, its past when it was on shaky fucking ground. Yeah, on its and ass. this this is one of those. And if it wasn't for that, the, this little adventure, an hour's little adventure yeah. with. Basil and Dawson and Rattigan. You won't have no Lion King. No. You wouldn't have the Little, little Mermaid. Mermaid. You wouldn't have Aladdin. You wouldn't have Hercules. 
Um, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and the directors would go on to direct these things. And it's almost like this film gave Disney their confidence back. They started each film that they brought yeah, out yeah, after yeah. this. Oliver and Company, again, not a great film, but it were a step up again. Do you not mean the, Isn't that about the cats? That it's about dogs and cats. Yeah. Um, well, it's the story of Oliver, but with dogs and cats. Is he a dog or a cat? Oliver's a cat, and the rest of the cast are dogs. Carry on. Um, but yeah. So each film was sort of like just we get money, there just until nineteen eighty nine when Ron, John Musker and Ron Clemens bring out. The Little Mermaid, and that starts it off. And you can see the seeds of it, like your big villain song. Ratigan has this big villain yeah, song. Yeah. Um, they weren't very prevalent beforehand. But now, if you watch a Disney film, particularly standard. of that standard, particularly of that Disney Renaissance era that everyone talks about, there's always like a big villain song. And that's, they learned lessons from this. And like I say, gave Disney their confidence back. So I'm going to give it a and seven. And money in the bank. Yeah, and money in the bank, which is more than can be said for what Disney animation had before that. <laughs> yeah. They had le- no money, less exactly. than money. Yeah, yeah. Debt, but... debted. So I think just for its legacy as alone, this film has almost earned its place in film, film history. Just to be like, it was a difficult birth, yeah, but it survived. It survived, and you've given kids a legacy to to go with. And I think maybe maybe that speaks more to just the the quality of the thing that they put out. It's not the greatest thing, but everyone it endeared to everyone who watched it in a small way. So I think it's a well well earned seven hundred percent out of ten. Yeah, so we agree again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have to find more contentious films because, yeah. uh, like, I think I think we've only agreed to get disagreed about two. So we're going to have to go. We need a round, Chris. We I know, need a round. I know. Yeah. What do you think, listeners? <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> what do you think, listeners? Yeah. So, Mark, that was Basil the Great Master Detective on the Vault of Coal. It is. So, join us next time. We'll have many more things to talk about. We've got loads of things, yeah. We've got plenty more shows coming up. Yeah, um, we'll be happy to talk about that. Chew your ear off about that. So, so. come back, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. Again, get us on social Always. medias, you know, vaultofcoal at gmail.com and at the Vault of Coal on Instagram. So, Mark, yeah, I'm all done, uh, and that's it for me for another episode. And me. Well, see you later, guys. Take care. See you soon. Bye.